Welcome to today's episode of Confessions of the Cleaning Business Owner. Today we're going to be talking about AI, in particular the rise of ChatGPT and potentially the impacts of what this is going to do to the cleaning industry and also how we can benefit from it. So I've asked Diane if I can start with something a little bit different today. Um, so obviously I'm Louise and I'm here with Diane. Hi. And I'm going to start with a poem, okay? Um, I know you don't quite know what I'm doing with this one, but I'm going to start with nope. a poem. And this is written by ChatGPT, and it's about cleaning and AI. And I thought it'd be a, just a nice way to start today. So in the world of brooms and mops, there's a twist. AI is here and it can't be missed. Roombas rolling with a vacuum's grace, they clean your floors in any old place. Chatbots chatter and they never tire, scheduling cleanings, they never expire. Robo dusters with electronic flair dance through your home with a software's care. But don't you worry, human touch won't fade. In this cleaning revolution, we've got it made. AI and cleaners, together they blend. In the world of tidiness, a funny new trend. So embrace the future with laughter and cheer. AI is helping us clean, isn't that clear? <laughs> that's, oh, so that's an AI generated poem about AI and cleaning. Brilliant. Yes, that's what <laughs> ChatGPT gave me as a poem for the future of AI and uh, cleaners. But it's interesting um, that even ChatGPT doesn't think that it's going to take away completely from cleaning. Mm. So did you, I mean, obviously we had Elon Musk, didn't we, with um, our prime minister. I think our prime minister just sort of went, eh, <laughs> when when he was told this. But yeah, basically Elon Musk was saying that there will be no jobs in the future other than what people choose to do. So to go into this quote, I say quote, it was quite a long, it was actually 45 minutes when I was watching it. Um, but he says a little bit more than that. Um, he said it's the biggest ex ex because the word existential threat to our civilization. Um, you'll only have to work if you want to. So people will only have to work if they want to. And the biggest issue that humanity is going to face is finding a purpose to their lives. What what's your thoughts on some of those? Because they're big things to say. I mean, that's that's pretty big, isn't it? Yeah, and I remember going to a conference probably about six or seven years ago with a guy called Roger Hamilton, um, who is a really good public speaker, but he also does a lot of research on technology and the future. And he was kind of saying the same thing then. And he wasn't talking about AI. He was just saying about how work will change and how a lot of jobs that exist now won't exist in the future. So the two are kind of linked, aren't they? But the other thing was um, the predictions around AI are that if it becomes self-aware, that's the that's the risk to humanity. But in terms of the risk to our jobs, it's really hard because you get Elon Musk kind of saying headline stopping things. Then you've got other people when you read a bit more about it going, actually, it can be really helpful for lots of jobs. But there are some it will probably replace. So it's really interesting. I actually read some research into what people in America, because the research was done in America, thought that ChatGPT, what effect ChatGPT and other AI models would have on their jobs. Now, interestingly, there are certain jobs that will be, they believe will be much more affected. So education, lawyers, solicitors, software development, obviously, um, because these write code now. And so your higher educational bands are the ones that are most at risk from AI taking their jobs. 
And actually, when they did the research as to who thought their jobs were most at risk, the higher your education. So if we talk about a degree level person, um, they thought that their risk of having their job taken by AI was higher than anyone without a degree. As you go up to masters and PhDs, they expect it even more of an impact will be had and felt by AI. So you also go, well, okay, the people that are most involved in AI, the most educated are the ones going, actually, we're most at risk. Whereas those people that perhaps don't have that level of education, they don't feel it's too much of a threat. So it's quite interesting, the perception and your education level having an impact on that perception as well. But also, I suppose the people in those roles, you know, if, if AI, you know, AI is going to get good at marketing, AI is going to get good at customer service, AI is going to get good at actually holding all the knowledge of all those PhD graduates and all their theses are all going to be part of artificial intelligence knowledge, aren't they? So they're kind of giving it all that information to replace themselves and they're aware of that. But then people, whether it's education levels or whether it's actually just jobs, People in jobs that are much more manual and much more physical, you know, AI at the moment, they can't see it serving you a coffee. But we do have machines in service stations that already serve you a coffee, don't we? So I think it's it's that lack of awareness, isn't it, at the moment? But also there's a lot of drama in the news. So it's balancing the two, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, two seconds. My phone keeps going off, so I do apologise. Um, so... I think it's quite interesting because when we look specifically at domestic cleaning and people, I tried to find some research into how much of an impact it would have on domestic cleaning. Now, you and I know when we went to the BICS conference, they were talking about AI, weren't they, within the cleaning yeah. industry? And they're expecting it to have quite a significant impact within commercial cleaning. And I genuinely believe that we are going to see an awful lot of AI enabled robots. We already have robots in cleaning. I've heard the latest thing is a carpet cleaning robot coming out, although the carpet cleaners to date are not very worried. They're about as worried about that as they are the rug doctor. Um, <laughs> so but cleaning can be done and AI can definitely help. And it won't be long before you scan a room and you see what needs to happen. Yeah. And I suppose, you know, when I was sort of doing some research on this, I was kind of looking at commercial cleaning and I was thinking, you know, if I was an office manager in a big office complex, then robot vacuums are a really good addition to a cleaning service, but it could cut down the cleaning service, couldn't it? But they're not going to clean the surfaces or scrub the toilets, are they? So there's a, a use for them, but as of yet, there isn't a use for them for everything. Yes. Interestingly, I've had a lot of interesting chats about robot vacuums lately because now they've been in hotels for quite some time. And what the hotels are getting is more and more complaints because what's happening is they're only being done by robots and we know they're not good enough. We know they're not getting into the pile. So they are a really good addition, but that's the point. They're an addition. And what's happening is people are relying on them and they're going, well, that is how it's done now, but actually it should be done alongside a human doing it with a good vacuum. But, you know, how far are we from the good ones with a power driven brush coming into the mainstream? Yeah, probably not as far off as we think, you know, that the technology is changing all the time. And there are already some really big machines. I mean, we're talking, you know, some of them are 40,000 pounds, aren't they? Some big machines that could clean a supermarket floor, for instance, map it out and, and vacuum and mop it, probably to the same standard as somebody could do it physically. And actually, 
you know, it just gets set off and it, it does it. And actually it could do it whilst customers are there as well because it detects and everything. So there's some really clever things out there, but at the moment they're not going to be for the domestic side or for smaller off commercial contracts, but they will be in the future because that technology that they're using will feed down, won't it? So let's look at domestic cleaning because I think there's some interesting parts here. So while at the moment there isn't any sort of AI enabled technology that will directly help domestic cleaning, it's interesting that it's going to have a major impact even now, because if you look at the people that get domestic cleaners, we all have life admin. Say, for example, you have to plan your food meals and then you have to buy it and then you have to do all of these things. So ChatGPT can plan your meals. They can do your shopping. They can plan your trips. They can um, you know, do bedtime stories. There is so much that you can do with ChatGPT that can already come off your life admin that actually you should have more time to do potentially the cleaning. So, you know, is this going to have a knock-on effect in of the demand for cleaning? Because actually they've got less life admin. Um, I don't know that anybody would choose to do their own cleaning rather than do their own shopping when you can just shop. They can already shop online. So I know chat, you're right. I mean, I've used chat GPT to do menu planning and then it does a shopping list for that menu. And then you just copy and paste that into your online shop and it's really easy. But I'm not sure that most people would replace having to would stop doing their own domestic cleaning and that would replace it. Do you think? Uh I'm looking at my friends and I've gone, they already have. <laughs> like, yes, yes, I do. Really? Why yeah. would you not? If you if you could put in a list of what's in what's in your Oh no, I mean I'll use it, but I'm what I'm saying is they're not going to clean their own homes just because they've saved a bit of time doing that. They're gonna use that time to do something more fun than cleaning their own home. Oh yes, yes. So this is the thing. So there is the argument that actually if you can get it to do your life admin for you, then you've got more free time in order to do your cleaning, but we don't do that with our free time. So I wonder how much impact that will have. But it is having other effects on cleaning businesses. Marketing. Oh my gosh, I'm bombarded. Instagram, every other post is use AI to write your posts and you can go viral. Well, if we're all going viral, I wonder how this is going to work. But um you know, the problem is if you're not using AI, your ability to post, so you are now being expected on some of these social medias to be posting four to 10 times a day on every social media, different things. And you're going, that is so much content. If you're not using chat GPT or something else to help generate that, how can you possibly generate that amount of content? And if you're not generating that amount of content, and all your competitors are, then you're falling behind. Yeah, and I suppose if we think of chat, of AI and, and chat GPT in particular, it's a really good tool for giving you ideas back, isn't it? It's you know, you can literally get it to write a marketing plan. You can literally say, I need 10 social media content ideas for a domestic cleaning business in the UK. And it will give you, you know, I mean, it's its results are not perfect, but it's it's usually about what you put in as to what you get out, isn't it? And you can keep tweaking it and tweaking it till it gives you what you want, it gives you a load of ideas. So it can be really really useful and you're right if you're not using it and your local businesses are then you're missing a trick aren't you and it can be so you can do a post and it, they can customize it to um work with whatever you believe the latest algorithms are now that's a whole nother subject but um you know if you believe the algorithms are to hit this word or that word or these number of keywords and all these things just tweak it to hit them 
yeah you can literally say use these keywords can't you write an article use these keywords it's it's very clever but i do think and i've i've been seeing quite a lot of chat gp or i believe i'm seeing quite a lot of chat gpt on things and you can you can almost spot it so but that will change i think in the next year i don't think we'll be able to spot it anymore no, it will get better and better and better. And ChatGPT, interestingly, it told me today when I said, what will be the future? It says, well, from my um, stopping of data in, what was it, November 2022, um, that's where its data stops. Yeah. So, um, you know, but it will get updated. And I'm only using the old version of ChatGPT. There's now ChatGPT4. There's new ones that are getting updated yeah. constantly. So. so did you put in the question into ChatGPT? Because I did put in the question will ai you know help or or damage the domestic cleaning industry not that specific one but a version of it uh it yeah. was inconclusive how was what was your answer yeah it was saying that you know ai could replace the customer service role it could replace and, and help the marketing and it could help with scheduling and that sort of thing but then it went on to say but actually the detail part of the the actual delivering the cleaning um AI at the moment can't do that. Robots can't do that um, yet. Okay, so I've got a more details. I'm actually going to give you the answer from ChatGPT. So the question was, how is ChatGPT affecting the domestic cleaning service market? As of my last knowledge update in January 2022, anyway, whatever, um, how is it actually helping? So customer service, so ch AI chatbots. Now, that's something we really need to get hot on, Diane. These have been around yeah. for a long time, AI chatbots. So these really should be used in every business by now to improve customer service. Um, information and recommendations. So you can provide helpful information to customers about cleaning products, techniques, and best practices. So AI should be doing that. Pricing and quoting. So I just put a post. Yeah, I, I saw actually, that. I wrote a calculator. It took me all of about a minute and a half. Um, a chat GPT calculator. And these are seriously easy now. So I put in there, you know, a two bedroom house takes two hours. If it's done on a weekly basis, a three bedroom house takes two and a half and a four bedroom house takes three if it's done weekly. If it's done two weekly, add it 20%. If it's got a kid, add 10% extra time. If you want high level of detail, add another 20%. If you only want a surface clean, take off 20%. And, you know, they're basics. It gets much more. You can start adding on bathrooms and things. But now all you have to put in is I've got a three bedroom house with a dog and a child and two bathrooms. And it would tell you not only how long it was going to take, but how much to charge as well. And how many of us get it seriously wrong? And it wouldn't take that much to program it for an after builders clean, an end of tenancy clean, everything that you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, and it's. I think that's the the way of looking at it at the moment. Is for us, it's a really useful tool. We're in a, probably in a more comfortable position than perhaps a customer service business <laughs> that you might be worried that actually that the jobs will eventually be replaced. Just like they've kind of been replaced by, you know, offshore call centres and and that sort of thing. They've been moved. Well, actually, we could now have AI manning those call centres. But for us as domestic cleaning businesses, somebody still has to go out and clean the toilet. Yes, but I've got more, Diane. It's going to do more for us and already is. <gasps> AI-driven marketplaces could emerge connecting homeowners with local cleaning service providers efficiently. These platforms might use AI ooh, to match customer preferences with the right cleaners. So what do you think about that? Because that's a new one, an entirely new marketplace. 
So are they suggesting that the cleaning business creates that marketplace or that they believe that marketplace will appear? So, you know, obviously we've got Facebook marketplace that's actually called marketplace, but that's not really using so AI what about if you search on ChatGPT, if ChatGPT replaced Google or became part of Google and you search in Google for a cleaner, AI could then match you to your perfect cleaner. So that'd be an interesting one. Yeah. So it becomes a, a, a clever, a more clever search engine, doesn't it? Mm, that's happening already you know it's already you've got what is it bard is part of google and i know bing uses ai as well um this is a good one which to be fair we should be doing this anyway workflow optimization so domestic cleaning companies could use ai to optimize their internal processes such as route planning for cleaning crews supply chain management and workforce scheduling but do you know what i thought would be really really helpful to use ai for um, in my opinion, and this is going to go off to topic slightly, in my opinion, a good cleaner is an efficient, organized cleaner. It's not that they love cleaning or work their butt off. It's that they're efficient and organized. If you could walk into a room and scan how it needed to be done, or you could use AI to be doing real time training so they are aware of the person doing one step and then say, right, this is what needs to be done next. I mean, AI could change an awful lot. So it's not physically doing it. But if it was able to sort of run this, the process of that clean, that's where a lot of cleaners fall down. And that's why it's very hard to train cleaners. Yeah, that and that's the, the key thing here, isn't it? Is yes, the AI can't physically do the cleaning, but it can optimize it for you or help you optimize it. I mean, it can already write method statements for, you know, how to how to clean a room. So yeah, there the will be a way of using it to actually this room, especially when you're training. Yeah. And if you think about it, we've all got all got what are they call Google Echoes and Alexas and things like that. Add a camera onto that and you have got a real life, a real life, There's something really helpful on there that's going to be talking and interacting directly with you. So we are not far off this, Diane. It's quite scary. We're talking about this now. In six months time, you know, these come out for Christmas or something or just after Christmas, we could be looking back at this going, this is so out of date, this one. Yeah. Yeah. And are you, I mean, this isn't necessarily related, but, you know, ring doorbells are already sort of changing a lot of, you know, how people are monitoring access and that sort of thing. So, yeah, the internal sort of knowledge of what's going on in your home will be the next step, won't it? Like you say, Alexa's with cameras. But you've already got heating, the heating, you can control it all remotely, but it can do it. It's not just now on timers. It's got sensors all over your house. Your whole house is hooked up, Wi-Fi enabled. I know we're not talking that AI has necessarily come into it yet, but it's not going to be far off. If it knows where your phone is or where your car is, because they've all got trackers on, it knows automatically to put on your heating 10 minutes before you come home. It knows how you're going to use that home. So it's only going to heat the rooms you want to do it in. You know, we are not. You're going to walk in to the lights on your favorite light setting, to the food already pinged off in your slow cooker or whatever. I mean, ninja fryers are coming out. So, you know, it's it really isn't far away that it's just going to run everything for you and what we see on these space films and whatever saying that i'm just what re-watching the x-files at the moment so it's looking very dated by the way um <laughs> it's not a million miles off yeah i'd love a star trek um food replicator <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> yeah do you know <laughs> Off topic or slightly with this food, it's really strange. Do you know what we call dieting now? I liked this little quote. We now call eating real food as a diet. We are that pro- we wow. eat that much processed food. Dieting is now eating real food. 
Yeah. Well, that's the thing is but the whole thing about, you know, the, the cleaning industry. And we've talked before, haven't we, about the millennials are now grown ups. You know? <laughs> My daughter's 29 <laughs> next month. She's a millennial and they're all about convenience and Deliveroo and Just Eat and they'll, they'll pay for not using their time. Yep. And that's yeah, why that's why they're going to be the, the generation that really has a cleaning service every you know, they'll all have a cleaning service. It'll just become normal. Um, anyway, I'm not quite finished on my list of what AI Go is going to do. Feedback and reviews. So AI should be running that, collecting and analysing data and quality assurance as well. So they could AI systems could be used to inspect and ensure the quality of cleaning services. So while they might not be able to do the cleaning, again, it wouldn't be that weird. If we can scan a room to see what he's doing, we could scan it again afterwards. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting, isn't it? So depends what happens, but... Um, I think if we're not staying abreast of AI, the reality is so many people in the industry are that you've got to. So do you think, you know, obviously when we we first think of AI, we think, oh, robots, you know, mopping robots, vacuuming robots, and we know that they're not great yet in the domestic market. But actually it's about more than that, isn't it? It's about how we run our business. And one of the things that I think AI is really good for, and ChatGPT, you can use you can use it already for this, is to systemize your business, to look at, you know, help you look at the processes in your business, put in your sales process and and you can get it to tweak it and create it for you, can't you? Do you know what I like it for? And I don't know if other people find this. I am not always great. I sometimes find that everything in my head is a bit of a jumble. And you put it into chat GPT as like random, almost like bullet points, but in a sentence because it doesn't like bullet points. And it comes out with this phenomenal thing I'm like that's what I wanted to say and what it allows you to do is communicate in a way that people really like and they can understand whereas sometimes I find it really hard to get out especially as a business owner writing you know how to clean a bathroom and you're going oh yeah I forgot and add that in and do this and do that if you can put it all in it will literally do it in a system for you and you go wow yeah and that's the key thing isn't it is as business owners we can use it day in day out to do to make our lives easier with a one eye also on how can we you know use it in the future um, when we can get to the stage where AI can scan a room and say right if you start in this corner this will be the most efficient way of doing it yeah and also we can empower customers as well say for example we know how long each task takes um why not let them do it you know empower them give them the knowledge that we've got what do you mean so, for example, one of the things in the cleaning calculator that is, I know how long it's going to take. And I spoke to a customer today and I said, right, he said, um, my house needs a deep clean. I said, all right, how greasy is the kitchen? He was like, man, it's a bit sticky on the surfaces. I was like, right. And he was like, so I. Well, OK, but it's going to take me half an hour for each cupboard. And I'm doing this over the phone, so I've got no clue. He was like, oh, all right. Well, if I did that, I said, well. If you did that and I had four empty cupboards, I can do four cupboards per hour. Now, I know these facts, right? But suddenly I'm giving him this knowledge and he's then able to make decisions along the way with the knowledge that I have just given him. Now, what ChatGPT and AI will do is give that knowledge that you scan a room or whatever or put in that information. They will then know exactly what to expect from a cleaning company. So sense? do you think it's, it's yeah, it does, makes perfect sense. So do you think it's up to us to give ChatGPT or similar that knowledge? Uh, well, it 
it absorbs knowledge from all over the place, doesn't it? Mm. So yes, you will have to give it the knowledge. So if you know that cleaning an ensuite, if you do it every week and they've not got kids and actually that's not their main bathroom and they don't use it as a main bathroom, it's going to take you 20 minutes. Oh, and you've got no grout in there and you live in a high lime scale area. So you don't have mold, but you've got lime scale to tackle. That process is all of those variables so quickly. It's writing computer programs, but we're only having to input simple words that we would understand. Yeah. And that's the thing is it, it takes our words and turns it into computer programs, basically, doesn't it? You know, that's that's all that computers ever do. So do you think that it would ever become self-aware? That's a bigger question than I think I'm able to answer. No. I mean, did I ever think it would get to this stage? No, because I grew up in a generation where I didn't have a mobile phone till I was 13 and all I could play on it was snake. So I never thought we'd get to where we are now. Do I think it'll become, I can't believe what it can do. When I found ChatGPT, it was it was such a game changer. Um, I t- I'm not qualified to answer whether it'll become self-aware. And I think it's going to sound really awful, but I've got no choice in the matter whether it becomes self-aware or not. Whatever happens, I'm just going to have to roll with it and make the most of it. Yeah, we well, have no control over it, do we? We have to hope the powers that be or those that are working with it know what they're doing, but. Yeah. I don't think they do. You know, there's no, too many mavericks, aren't there? You think of every country in the world and you take the information that is now freely available out there and some of the open source code that they've got and you think that every single, you know, there's good people in every profession and there are hackers and there are people that will write malicious code. You know, there's no way that they're not just going to do it, even if we regulate against it in our in our UK-based laws. Yeah, so we have no control over it. So I'm a big believer in not worrying about things I can't control. I know. But Who knows? in the meantime, you know, using it is not going to stop its, well, sorry, us not using it is not going to stop its progress. So we may as well use it and make our lives easier. Yeah, I think you've got to use it because I think if you're still there using your paper diary and deciding that actually you're just going to wait for people to contact you because they know you from down the road, I think you're living in a dream world. Like you have to get in with technology because if you don't, it's only going to be a year or two. Whereas before you could be behind with technology and you'd be fine for 10, 20 years. It's now moving so fast that what you can survive doing now, you aren't going to be able to survive as a business doing that in two years time. And I think one of the the big things I'm definitely going to be looking at it in the next few months for, for not just for my cleaning business, but for my other business as well, is how can it improve what we do? So tell it what we do. Tell me how to do it better. Yeah. Yeah. See what it comes up with. I think it's going to be very interesting. I love it. You might it. tell me to I'm... sack myself. That will be it. Yeah. Just, just sack yourself. You're the, you're the, you're the, you're the bit that's holding everything up. <laughs> but isn't that what a good business owner does? Yeah, as a good business owner, you should be trying to make yourself redundant at every point. So Absolutely. It's just, Hire people that are better than you. Well, and it's going to make recruitment very different as well, isn't it? It is, yeah, but it can help because recruitment, we, we were talking about it before we came on the podcast, weren't we? Can, can, recruitment is about con, being persistent and doing it regularly and consistently. Actually, AI might be able to help us with that. It, it already has. You know, I I used to, I remember when I was in recruitment like 15, 18 years ago, an advert would take me half an hour to write to make sure it was legally, you know, there's so many things you have to do to get a good advert. Now they're being written in 10 seconds. And I can, you used to have to write, you know, I would have to write at least two a day. Well, now if I was still working recruitment, which I virtually still am, um, you could write five or six different ones within a minute 
And I'm going, this is, it's a game changer. So you can work on the things that are really important. Exactly. Yeah. So that was, uh, I'm not sure we've moved much further on in the AI debate, but hopefully we've cleared a few things up for our industry in particular. Yeah. And I think it's get on board with it. It's get on board with it because there's no other way. You can't hide from it. Um, But also accept that if you haven't looked into it, really it's time to look into it. Yeah. Thank you, Louise. Thank you. See you soon.